Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Chieko Dunham. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies. One minute at a time. Minute by minute. Or minute by minute. It's another way to say that. Today, we're talking about Castle in the Sky, Minute 56. Minute 56. We're right in the... Action? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot going the on. The robot mayhem. The robot... Uh, robot. The robot rampage. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, that's... Minute 56. Starts with soldiers machine gunning the robot. Good luck with that, guys. Good, good luck. And it ends with Muska about to comment on the robot's imminent flight. Imminent takeoff. Mm. Yeah, this robot. So I was wondering, like, what are the... What's the precedence, do you think, for this, this robot? This, this robot? This creature, this kind of... Yeah. Precedence? Like its purpose? No. Like what are the precursors? Like what uh what might have been the inspiration or what are the oh, similar okay. kinds of things? Yeah. So um, I was wondering, was this after the Terminator? Because you got this robot slowly <laughs> walking forward and yeah, pe- like right. being undeterred by machine guns, right? Yeah. It's the first thing that came to, comes to mind is Terminator. Oh, yeah, yeah, implacable right. robot, the Terminator. Right. Terminator came out two years before this movie. Oh. Terminator came out in 1984. I wonder uh, if it was big in Japan. Yeah, I gotta think so. I think yeah, it was. I've, well, mm. certainly by the second Terminator, which was like 10 years later. Oh, yeah. Eight years later, it was pretty big. I don't know how big of a splash the first Terminator movie made, actually. Mm. I remember, again, I remember it being reviewed, like on Siskel and Ebert, uh, but I don't, it was out there. I I, I don't know. I was. Yeah. I would say the thing that this robot reminds me more of is Gort from The Day the Earth Stood Still. Have you seen that movie? I probably not. From uh, 1951. Oh, I've seen I've seen him around. Yeah, you you've probably seen that. Yeah. So yeah. Gort. Gort is, yeah. Yeah. So a robot that cannot be stopped, that doesn't speak, and that has like this amazing destructo ray that comes out of its eyes. Yeah. And is there as the protector of some other advanced civilization from above. Does that sound familiar? yeah that's definitely gort's a big one yeah i was thinking maybe like ultraman ultraman villains villains and maybe just ultraman yeah like himself probably big just like the sleek curve design as opposed to just like geometric blocks together yeah and he's got kind of spikes on his arms yeah he's got spikes on his arm that you would see on like a yeah, that whole insect influence that you get in the yeah. Japanese kind of sci-fi design. Right. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, I know that Miyazaki wasn't like a huge fan of Western culture, like it's American culture, especially when he was younger. Yeah, right. But I don't know enough about the Japanese sci-fi to know what might have been the influences or the versus. Certainly the Astro Boy was... Yeah, Astro Boy was pretty big. Astro Boy that's, might that's have been... That's protective robot kind of... Or yeah. S- robot savior or something ultraman's like justice i suppose 
So the other thing that um, I think the music kicks in by this point, right? Uh, the music kicks in once everything is melting. <laughs> he starts wa- once he starts walking up the. He walks up and then he shoots at the uh, wooden barrier, and then the music kicks in. And then the music kicks in. This music. It's very like thriller. It reminds me of Night on Bald Mountain by Mazorsky. Do you know this? No. Oh. Now I know it. <laughs> yeah. So I had to look that up because what I recognize it from was, or when I what I know Night on Bald Mountain from is from this video game that we had on the Commodore 64 back when I was a kid called Crush, Crumble, and Chomp. This is a... Uh, <laughs> According to Wikipedia, is a 1981 computer game from Epix. In this game, the player takes control of a movie monster and attacks a famous city, such uh, as New York. And yeah, it was. So you got you could choose your monster. Nice. Goshilla. <laughs> the Kraken, which is kind of like a giant octopus. Mm-hmm. Arachnus. You can guess what that is. Yeah. The Glob. Nice. Yeah. It's so, pretty uh, good. Take off on the blob. Yeah. Mechismo, uh, towering robot menace, and Mantra. It's a flying oh. moth. Yeah, it's a flying moth. Um, that's that's cool. Y- yeah, so you had it was kind of like this grid game, and you had like your your monster had like certain hit points and stuff, mm-hmm. and you had to eat to keep it alive and yeah. to power it up and stuff. And so you were just kind of traveling along this crude map, destroying the city. Yeah. Do you remember that board game that? Yes. You the, uh, what is it called? Is it like a Attack on Tokyo or something? Uh, it's called King of Tokyo. King of Tokyo. That's what it's called. Where you, yeah, you're a monster and you you're destroy a and you, Tokyo. Yeah. yeah. And the areas around it. Yeah, similar thing. Yeah. But there was they played that. It was a little, you know, yeah, computerized. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a com- like a computer like a, cover yeah like an 8-bit or 16-bit yeah. or whatever 64-bit i guess Commodore yeah. 64 uh little um what do you call it simulation no synthesization yeah right i yeah i get it yeah of the mazorski because mm. we would play like all of brothers and sisters and i would play that game like what is this music <laughs> i don't know the music in this reminds me of like um Something that would play in the background of a horror film when there's a bunch of jump scares. Yeah. Like, I don't know, Shining kind of pops up into my head. Yeah. Maybe like Scream. Yeah. Something. Yeah. It's not quite the... It's not, yeah. It's not quite the frenzy of like the... Of... Psycho. Yeah, right. It's not the... (laughs) Yeah. But it's it's on that spectrum. It's It's on the scale. Yeah. Yeah. so this is where so he burns the stone earlier last week. Yeah, and, and it's, this is where he melts the wood. Yep. <laughs> Burning the stone melting and wood. Melting the wood. Well, okay. okay. This is bizarro I, material yeah. world. Yeah. It's it's a really cool effect. Like I remember this scene very vividly as a kid and I remember being like, "Oh, that's so cool. This robot does some damage." It is very cool because it's not just a simple, like, hey, this flashes and disappears or this blows up. It's like 
It's a this gradual. Wood, like, yeah, this like it starts to glow and then it bubbles up. Like, yeah, and then it just. <laughs> yeah, and then it bursts. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like bubbling magma. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's. So it's a kind of slow, a little bit slow, but it's. And then it gets faster. It's a whole sequence. Yeah. And then this this molten stuff is dripping all over the robot, but it doesn't seem to bother it. Nope. Whatever its material is, is impervious to that. Yeah. Yeah, and Muska is like, whoa. Yeah, and it's just walking. It's walking through hell, <laughs> right? It's, just, it's, yeah. like, it's like it's a demon summoned from, from hell, hell, and it's brought hell with it, kind of. I mean, there was yeah. a magic spell. And that somebody that... recited. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah. Spoilers for Hereditary, but yeah. It's... <laughs> oh, that's what that is? Oh, no. There's people. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I just spoiled it for you. I don't You're plan welcome. on watching it. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 It's just, yeah. It's just a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's total rampage. Total rampage. It's. The burning again, the burning embers like floating past Muska and yeah, and, and the henchman. The henchman's mustache is blowing in the in the he? hot wind <laughs> coming off of these this fire and brimstone. <laughs> Did you notice that? I didn't until uh, <laughs> like the brim of his hat and his mustache are both like. Oh, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's pretty. It's a good effect. And the subtitles, I don't know if it's like an accurate translation, but Muska finally like looks at Cheetah and her necklace is glowing. And he's like, oh, I get it. It's the stone. It's the light. Mm-hmm. You broke the seal. I'm like, what? Yeah, that's what the the Japanese is. Let's see if I can pronounce it. So mm-hmm. Huin is, Huin is seal. seal right. Yeah. So it's that's, pretty yeah, it's a pretty accurate translation. Yeah. The sacred light broke, broke his, his seal. seal. That's an interesting interesting way to put it. Yeah. His seal of silence. <laughs> yeah, it's like the seal on a medicine bottle. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like the seal on Pandora's box. You break the seal. And yeah, and then okay. Oh, hell breaks, yeah. breaks loose. Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of interesting because what what who put it who put the seal who there, put the seal right? there obviously like, was it we decided that he was dueling the iron giant right right that's what we decided. right that's what we i don't decided. know if we recorded that <laughs> <laughs> i think we did we mention that did we mention that well anyway we just anyway, we, we decided that the iron giant was fighting that's how he broke his foot and his arm, arm. is that he was having a fight with the iron giant yeah midair the, yeah midair <laughs> Did the Iron Giant... Is there, like, a button to, like, put the seal on? Or do you think maybe as everyone was evacuating Laputa, maybe the royals were like, oh, we can't bring the robots with us, so we might as well put, like, this, like, pacifist seal on them until someone finds Laputa again and needs help and is endangered. Uh, So he was just, like... And that's why he was vulnerable to being broken up? I guess, yeah to being injured because he had been sealed sealed i guess to be non-violent i guess or it's just a figure of speech or yeah it's just like that muska is 
You broke his silence with the spell. Yeah, Muska is writing. Writing a novel. He's writing like his journal that he keeps. He keeps it in the form of an epic poem. So with all these kind of epic metaphors. He seems like the guy with that he ascot does, tells me that he's the yeah, guy that would do he's that kind of guy. <laughs> my epic journal. My epic poem journal. The sacred light. The sacred broke light the seal, broke the seal. The robot. Yeah, okay. Hold on, I have to make this a... Uh, oh, God. Oh, no. I'm forgetting. It's whatever. Some literary device that I had to look for in the Odyssey that I hated looking for. That's not fun. Yeah, there were plenty. The the uh, the uh, epithet, the oh epithets, yeah, yeah. and the uh, like the similes, the metaphors. Yes, yes. Assimilation is that? Wait, Assimilation? no. Assimilation, no. Thinking of something else. Where like every it, like it's the same sound over and over. Oh, alliteration. Alliteration. Yeah. Muska needs to make the yeah. sacred light broke his seal. Wait. <laughs> yes. Totally. Yeah, he's that kind of guy. Definitely. And then he continues, the way to Laputa is open. Uh, so the other thing that I thought, um, and maybe this, uh, you know, he se- this robot seems to use, I don't know, he, he kind of uses, this, he separates Shita and... And everything else. And Muska, right? Oh, and it's yeah. like Muska grabs Shita's arm. Yeah. And then the robot cuts the bridge kind of in order to... To make sure that Muska like falls. Yeah, in order to get Muska away from Shita. Huh. So that's pretty surgical. That right? is, yeah. So he's kind. Of, he can be the robot. Kind of can be precise, but on the other hand, a lot of the other time he's just using overwhelming force. Yeah. Right. Does he need to burn the whole place down? I I think he sees like Shita is the main priority, and I think he sees all of these other things surrounding her just like the entire military base is just a threat to him so i feel like he has to destroy every single threat to make sure that she's okay nothing nothing else besides her is worth with being is worth, careful about yeah like worth being concerned whether it whether it survives, survives or, or, or not destroyed yeah i think maybe that might be his programming or thought process I do I do agree though it's excessive. I, yeah, I wonder it's kind of in my notes for tomorrow but mm, yeah, tomorrow's big. Um but I was thinking maybe it's because he's damaged that he Oh. He can't right. calibrate his response yeah. very well. It's just kind of on like all the way <laughs> to 11 or it's or down it's back down, down to back three, to but, yeah. So, but he does, I mean he it's, he still, has, he still has those safety precision. systems, yeah. you know, in place, all the safeguards to make sure that somebody who is you Important. Know, the owner of the crystal that right. has just broken his seal is protected. It's got to be really hot in there, do you think? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's hot right here. It's right. Right now. Yeah, right now. Because it's one of the hottest days of the year and our AC is broken. So it's pretty hot in here. But it's probably even hotter, imagine. It's, yeah, because... It's like the heat is right there. So it starts to, as it starts to sprout its wings. Yeah. Its fingers look really fat. Are they growing fatter or flatter? They are, aren't they? They are. I think it's, yeah. It might just be like a perspective thing, but I don't. No, I don't think no, so. No, I, I don't think, think so like either. Flattening out his fingers 
to make mm. it easier to glide. Yeah, to make it part of his like they kind of look like once he like shakes out his arms, they look like you know the end feathers of a of a like wing. a vulture yeah. or, a, or a or a some kind of raptor like an eagle or something. Mm-hmm. They totally do. And here we see the his guts his guts squirming, squirming about. a little bit more when he's uh, transforming. <laughs> the cry of every, every Japanese sci-fi yeah. hero. Transform! Especially if robots are involved. Yeah. You replace yes. Super Robot Wars? Uh, No. You know what I'm talking about? Super Robot Wars? Yes. You do know what I'm talking about? I do. For those who, listeners who don't know what I'm talking about, it's a video game. That has like all of the Japanese robots, like all of them. Yeah. In the video game. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a tactical RPG. It's kind of like Final Fantasy Tactics, but with all of the robots. <laughs> Kamen Rider. Kamen Rider. Ultraman. Robotech. Uh, Gundam. Gundam. Evangelion. Yeah. Just everything. Every so. living thing. Yeah. <laughs> the robot has rockets on its chest. Yeah. So that's what those are. So that's what those are. There's, there's more bit. to it. <laughs> no, that's. I had a note for later in the week, but so now we know what those two bumps on its chest are. Yeah. There's a third bump on its groin. Is that a some kind of rocket? <laughs> Jesus! Oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it just begs the question. I think. I it's mean, just, you it know, does. It puts that out there, and you're like, okay. It does. It could just be like. I have a checklist of three things. Oh god! I've checked off two of them. <laughs> Okay, there's one remaining one remaining question. Is one of these like the other? Yeah, so we, uh, Muska's hanging on to his... They've got like a little human ladder, both his henchmen and Muska's hanging on. Yeah, he... It's one of those guys, dude's legs. It's very comical. It's it's like when you when you meet a villain and then something happens and like he... And he shows like his true cowardice, I guess. Where, like, he hides behind his henchmen, where he's not, like, upfront about everything. Yeah. So it's kind of comical in that sense. And Sheeta's white dress is giving her the ultimate damsel in distress oh, look. yeah. And this is where, like, it just highlights that Yeah, it's almost a, like a Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On the subway grate. Yeah. Yeah, on the sidewalk It's great thing. It's definitely similar to that. Okay. That's all I had. You got anything more for a minute fifty six? Nope, that's cover I've covered I've covered everything I took a note on. Okay. See you next time then. On, on Ghibli, Ghibli Minute. Minute.